Welcome to the Lead Every Day Show. Our mission is to see a world well-led. And our strategy to get there? To empower leaders like you to lead every day. So let's get to work. How strong is your organization's culture? I believe that a healthy culture is the number one driver of high performance in an organization. And I'm not alone. Welcome to the Lead Every Day Show. I'm Randy Gravitt. And I'm Mark Miller. And I said I'm not alone. Mark, you just wrote a book, and it's not just any book. This is a Wall Street Journal bestseller, Culture Rules. Congratulations on that. It's been out a few months, and that book is, has been helpful to a lot of organizations all already through our organization. We've been able to help some and teach that content. And today, we're going to talk about this idea of building a healthy culture. Now, I said I'm not alone. We did a little research on this book, and the numbers were crazy. Yeah. Uh, there, yeah. One number in particular well, I want you to share. We did a lot of research. So as with all of our projects, we want to begin with what is universally true about the topic. That that helps us create something that will serve leaders across the planet and hopefully stand the test of time if it's principle-based. And so when it came to the topic of organizational culture, we said, well, let's just talk to folks around the world. And we ended up interviewing, surveying, or including in focus groups over 6,000 people from 10 countries. And leaders told us in the U.S., let's talk about U.S., the, the global numbers were slightly different, but in principle, close. they were the yeah. same. Yeah. But U.S., leaders, 72% said that culture is the most powerful tool at their disposal to drive performance. Yeah. Now there so was leaders, leaders get it. They get it. Intuitively, what I believe and, and the most and, powerful and, and nothing it, scored higher. And if you think about it in your organization, if you're watching on YouTube or you're listening on, on iTunes, wherever you are, would, would you not say that culture is a big, I mean, it's a buzzword for a reason. It, it is important. We get that. But Here's the thing, Mark. There was an incongruence there in what they said and what they yeah, did. Tell us about well, that. Well, the, the next question we asked these leaders was to rank their priorities. And building and maintaining culture came in at number 12. Number 12. Which is unthinkable. Now, I don't know about you. I'm not working on my 12th priority. No, I, I, I mean, on a good I, day, I, I work on a 12. few of my top ones. Well, if you were just going <laughs> to list them, maybe you could. Number oh, 12. my goodness. So our team went to work and said, we have got to help leaders close this knowing-doing gap. Yeah. They yeah. know it's important. Again, we didn't tell them to rate it number one. Yeah. Nothing rated higher. Yeah. But they told us in a, in a moment of candor. Yeah. They're not working on it, which is one reason organizational cultures are just a mess. Yeah. Because leaders animate culture. Yeah. Or not. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. So if if I'm that leader who's listening and I hear this, and and by the way, let me just remind you, leader, if if you are listening, that priority is is it's actually a singular word. It, that, that there's no twelve priority. Like you, what is your priority? And you could argue. In fact, we talked to some really great leaders who said culture is the priority. It it is the deal right now. It's because not it's the number one it's, driver. It's the driver of performance. performance. I mean, it's performance not, is what they want. That's right. It's not culture for culture's sake. It's culture right. though, to the end yeah. of where we're trying to go. Right. It, and so, um, what are some things we can do if I'm that leader who's listening going, I think it's important, but when I look at my calendar, it doesn't reflect that importance. What are some things I can do to move that up? And, and if I really do want to make it my focal point, to build a great organization or build a great organizational culture, 
what are some things I could do? And we found out there's some what what you called culture rules. There's some things that yeah. they have to be in place if you're going to do this. Yeah, there are three rules, and I'll, I'll hit them really really quick because I know that we'll do future. Well, episodes. We'll talk about this later. We'll go deep on on all of this. But but if I, the, but if I want to get started, I if mean, you want to get started, you first have to aspire. You have to share your hopes and dreams for your organization's culture. We met far too many leaders who could not tell us what their aspiration what was. their aspiration yeah. was. Yeah. It is it is impossible to create what you cannot articulate. Because see, here's the deal: even though leaders animate culture, right? You can't build culture by yourself. You've got to share something aspirational. Mm-hmm. What are you trying to achieve? What are you trying to become? And rally people to make that aspiration a reality. So you can't enroll people. You can't rally people to help you unless you can tell them what you're trying to do. Right, because the the culture really is the collective, right? It's the collective. It's it's, it's everybody. It's actually, the. glad you raised that question, it's the cumulative effect of what people see, hear, experience, and believe. It's the cumulative effect of those things. Now, I love that definition in part because our team created it, but I also love it because who has the greatest influence in an organization on what people see, hear, experience, and believe? It's leaders. Yeah. It's leaders. Yeah, so when you think, if you're listening, when you think about what your people are seeing and hearing and experiencing and believing right now, how would you fill in those blanks? What, what you know? Yeah. And your aspiration, if you don't have one, it could be all you're over. You're gonna be all over. I the mean, board. it really. You're gonna be all over. <laughs> it, the board. it is a, so. First, you're, you're playing checkers. We would say yeah. if you don't if you yeah. don't have that. So so after that aspiration, like what's the second the rule? second rule is to amplify, to to always work to reinforce the aspiration. And there are many many strategies and tactics. I just mentioned a couple. Uh, one is role modeling. People always watch the leader. So what are they learning about your cultural aspiration? And your commitment to it by your behaviors. People always watch the leader. There's storytelling. There's strategic repetition. How often are you intentionally talking about the culture? I I had the privilege to interview one of the senior leaders at Netflix. And I asked him, I said, how often do you talk about the culture? And he looked at me kind of funny. (laughs) In fact, he looked at me like he was perturbed. And I wondered, I, I wasn't quite sure what was going on? And he finally said, you want to know how often I talk about culture? And I said, well, yes, sir. That, that was the question. And he said, well, every day, he said, every leader at Netflix talks about the culture or some aspect of it every day. He said, why wouldn't you? It's what's most important. Yeah, and di- and didn't didn't he say if, if culture didn't come up in the meeting, he was quick? To- well, this was another leader. Another leader. So, okay. So so I was sharing that story in another context, and I had a leader, a CEO of a global organization. He thought the that's one about, I remembered. Yeah, he thought talking about culture once a day was kind of lame. <laughs> yeah, I said, "What he, do you mean?" He, Netflix he's, he's he's out there game. I, I talk about it in every meeting. in every meeting. That's right. This is that strategic repetition. I said, "How does that work?" He said, "If if the people leading the meeting don't connect what we're talking about to the aspiration, he said, that's how I close the meeting to remind people why this matters as we're trying to create this organization that we've all agreed we want to create. And then he said, oh, and if I can't connect the dots between what we talked about and our aspiration, I asked people, why were we talking about this? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's good. Kind of crazy. Yeah, and so if you're listening, I want you to connect your own dots here. What do you What do you aspire to in your culture, and then what are you doing to amplify that to let the amplify to make it loud? Like you, you gotta. You know, to get above the noise. You got to get above a lot, the, of a lot of noise. You got to get above that and, and to amplify people, yeah. that cultural aspiration. It's of, when people believe you're serious because yeah. they the, you have a lot of messages. Your organization has a lot of messages, but but they're going to, at some point, if, if you're going to win this. Isn't that true? We, we get on a kick, we start beating the drum, and then we get on to something else. And the next time are you just, serious? We're, are we're, you legit? We, we really are kind of go back to our checkers metaphor. We're playing checkers when yeah. we're just going from one thing to the culture is that that is the message. So, so we, we, it's great to, um, to aspire and then we, and then we amplify it. And it'd be great if we could just do that and, and then, you know, shrink wrap the culture and that be enough, but that's not enough. There's yeah. Well, it's interesting that this is a really precarious point for leaders because here's what I guarantee you will happen. If you have a clear aspiration and amplify it well, your organization will move toward the aspiration. It'll happen. Well, yeah. congratulations. Yeah. That's when far too many leaders want to stop. They think, I'll just Because we love to check things day. off <laughs> exactly. and we love to move on. We love to accomplish things. If you ever think you're done in this, in this arena of culture, you're done. You're done. Like I said, you shrink wrap it, you'll suffocate it. You have to have the third rule, which is to adapt. You have to constantly be looking for ways to enhance your culture. It's a living, breathing thing, and you've got to nurture it, and and you've got to take care of it, and you've got to look for ways to make it stronger. That's the third rule. Yeah, that's great. It's it's you're you're not cutting cookies in your organization. I mean, I wish it was just slice and bake. We get it and it's done and they taste good and it's great. It, it's much more like a greenhouse. It's organic and it it's changing all the time. And we've got to know where to prune and where to like we talked about a few weeks ago, where to where to prepare and plant and water. And I mean, it's just this is it's the deal. ongoing work. It, it really is. And and we really do believe a healthy, vibrant culture. It might be your ultimate competitive advantage if you have that. It, it, go back to stuff we've talked about in the last couple of weeks. You've got to have talent and skills and community at the team level. And then yesterday we talked about betting on leadership, making sure you have the right leaders. But once you get those leaders, we've got to make sure we're doing everything we can to put the culture in place where they see and hear and experience and believe what, yeah, what, what they need to be believing. You're going to have a culture by design or by default. Yeah, that's so good. And you get to decide. You get to decide. Remember, the best leaders lead every day. Let's let's lock in today and do what we can to lead our cultures to a better place.